Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Lamed Chet, and we will begin indeed on Daf Lamed Chet Amur at the top line, second word on the page. The Mishnah said that Nikanor Nasu Nisim Ladel Totev. Nikanor, miracles happen to his doors. Says the Gemara Tanur Abraham, we quote a Brayta. Man Nisim Nasu Ladel Totev. What miracles actually did happen to the doors of Nicanor? Amnu, they said, So this guy Nicanor was uh, looking to upgrade the Beit HaMikdash. So what he did was, he went to Alexandria and he found the best craftsmen to make the doors of the Beit HaMikdash. And he was going to bring them back on his way back there was a tempest at sea which threatened to drown the the boat they took one of these heavy doors I guess it wasn't such a big boat so the, the weight of the doors was weighing down the ship and having a weighed down ship means that the ship travels low in the sea in general a ship has a certain level that is above the water. The lower it is above the water, it's fine to be low into the water so long as the as the sea is smooth. But in a in a in waves, the lower the ship is in the water, the more likely it is to drown. You have to be high off the water, this way you can move with the waves better. So in order to to save themselves, they took one of the doors and they threw it into the sea. And the sea did not stop moving. It still, of course, the sea didn't stop moving. I mean, why would the ship stop moving? But it didn't help the the, the ship. So they wanted to throw the second one in. Okay. Okay. What happened? Amad hu uchrata. He got up and he hugged it. Amalem, he told him, Hitiluni ima, throw me in with it. Miyad na hayam Once he said those words, the sea stopped, uh, the, the, the tempest stopped at the sea. Vehayam tsta'er al chavrata. And then he felt bad about the fact that he didn't do it for the first one. Because he saw that when he had Mesirut Nefesh, he could have saved the first one as well, according to the Benish Chai. So what happened? Once they got at the port of Akko, it poked it out from under the ship, so it floated the whole way there, even though the door was made out of copper, and it should have sunk like a rock, it actually floated the whole way there. That was the miracle. Others say it wasn't actually under the ship, but rather like that, it was swallowed by a creature and spit up on the sea. A little less miraculous, but also a big miracle. The on those doors, on that door, pronounced korot batenu arazim. The beams of our houses are cedar. Rahitenu berotim. 
Our doors are Birotim. Now, Birotim are Cyprus. Don't read it Cyprus's. Rather, it's a creature of the sea. Biryat. Biryat yam. Biryat means a creature of the sea. That's what, according to the second pshat. The creature of the sea is what saved these doors. Either that, or it means Birit Yam, Yani, the treaty that he made with the sea, that when he saw the the Mesirut Nefesh of Nicanor, it stopped moving. Later, when the Jews got richer, when the Jews first made the first Beit HaMikdash, the second Beit HaMikdash, the Beit HaMikdash was was uh, poorly built. It was built built on a very big budget. Afterwards, when the Jews got wealthier, they changed all the doors to gold. Right? The only ones they didn't change were the gates of Nicanor, because the miracles happened to it. And some say, the, the reason why they changed them is because they were very, very shiny. And since they're very shiny, they look like gold. It was refined copper. And it's shown like gold. And therefore, it's not because of the seam necessarily, because they themselves did not need to be changed. They looked very, very beautiful on their own, these ones that they got from Alexandria. Now, we had mentioned the previous we had mentioned in the previous Mishnah that there were a bunch of people who had changed things in the Beit Mikdash, and the Hahamim said about them uh, positive things. Now we're going to mention people who did things in the Mishnah and the Hahamim actually mentioned their names in a negative context, that they had done negative things. Says the Gemara, Ve'elu l'gnai, the following people were actually a gnai, were actually mentioned for bad things. Number one, Shalbet Garmu, the house of Garmu, they didn't want to teach anyone how to do the Lechem Aparim. The Lechem had a certain look to it, and these people knew how to do it, and they didn't want to teach anyone else the trick. Shalbet Avtinus, we had this before, that the Bet Avtinus didn't want to teach about the Ketoret. Hurgas ben Levi, Hayayodea Perek Pashid, he knew how to sing a special way. But Lord Salamed, he didn't want to teach anyone how to do it. Ben Kamsad, Lord Salamed, this guy Ben Kamsad didn't want to teach his special way of writing Hashem's name. Alarishunim, on the ones that were mentioned for good, it says in the Pasuk, Zech and Sadiq, when you remember a Sadiq, you give him a blessing. That's why the rabbis always mention him for a blessing, all these people, Nikanor and all the fellows. Okay? on the other ones who are we just mentioned now it says v'shem rishayim and the name of the wicked yirkav will rot okay tanu rabbanam we learned in the b'raita bet ganu hayu bekein b'malser lechem aprim the people of God were expert at lechem aprim the Lord said they didn't want to teach nothing they didn't want to teach shalchahamim the rabbis said we're gonna we're gonna replace them they view umonim Alexandria they brought the Alexandrian craftsmen shalmetzaim who were experts at baking different forms of bread. They knew how to bake the lechem just like the Garbu did. But they didn't know how to remove the loaves like the other ones did. So it's hard to get them out like the open. 
from the oven or from the what? Bring them from the oven, you mean? They couldn't get it off the wall of the oven, yes. So what did they do? Now why not? Shalalu, the people would heat the oven from the outside. The Ophimichus and they would bake the bread outside the oven. Halal Musakim Bepanim, the people of Gam would heat up from the inside, the women and they would bake it on the inside of the oven. Halal Pitan Mitafeshit, that's why the Alexandrian ones would spoil, they would get spoiled. But the ones of the Bedgamu would not spoil. Since they didn't get baked well, so well, they would spoil, they would get moldy. When the rabbi, rabbis heard that it was getting moldy, whatever Hashem created, He created for His honor. All who I call my name are in my honor, which means that Hashem obviously gave the rabbis realized that Hashem gave the people of God with a special trick because they're really supposed to be in the Beit Hamikdash, even though they were being stubborn about teaching other people. But Hashem must have given him this talent for a reason. So that means they made, the, the Goyim made the bread? Among the Goyim had, were, were making the bread. I don't know if they were Goyim from Alexandria. Could be they were Jewish people in Alexandria, but probably I'll assume that they were Goyim, but they were making the bread and were using the Beit HaMikdash, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't work out as well. So what happens? The, the rabbis sent a message to them, come back, we've, we've uh, reconsidered and we're taking you back. Lobau. He said, we're not coming. Insulted, they weren't coming. They doubled their wages. when they came. Every day they would take 12 mana, which is 1,200 coins. But then when they increased it, they took 2,400 coins. They would take 2,400 coins. Now, 4,800 coins a day. The rabbi said, Why did you guys not want to teach? Okay, listen, we agreed. We agreed to get you back. But even though we agreed to get you back, tell us why you didn't want to tell us the secret. Why, why would you be so stubborn about teaching him? They told him, we knew the Beit HaMikdash is going to be destroyed one day. We're afraid that maybe a guy, we were just talking about Joey and here he is, right? We said, we're afraid that maybe a guy, we're about to start a new mission, Joe, take this tomorrow. We're afraid that maybe a guy who wasn't such a good guy would, uh, would take the... <laughs> maybe a guy one such a guy would learn the secret and then he'll, he'll take the secret and he'll use it for Abu so therefore we want to keep the secret in our family so we'll make sure that nothing happens to the secret of Adabek to Bechman Parim I'm assuming that the rabbis did not fully believe them and that's why they mentioned them for Gennai we're going to see soon that that changed later on oh not these guys, the other guys there was one good thing that they didn't mention this bit Ganmu guys there was one good thing never did the children ever eat 
white bread. Even though these guys are expert bakers, and nobody knows how to bake like things. So you think that in their house, you go to the house, get some nice bread. Never. They eat black whole wheat bread. Why? We don't want people to say that these guys are using the tricks or, or they're using flour that we gave them to make lechem aparim, they're using it in the house. Imagine you go to the, to the Garmu house and you, and you come back home and say, wow, honey, that was great. They gave us great bread in the Garmu. Well, what do you expect? They're probably taking flour from the Beit HaMikdash. So in order to avoid such, such talk, they made it that no one could talk about them because they only served dirty bread. So they're eating dirty bread all for the Beit HaMikdash their whole life. Definitely something good about that. That shows that they were, they were they had something positive. What's the next case? We said the people of Bet Avtinus didn't want to teach how to do the ketoret. What does that mean? Look inside. Okay. We are now the first the, smack in the middle of the wide lines. The first line is ketoret. They were experts at the ketoret. They didn't want to teach anyone. The, the rabbis sent and brought craftsmen from Alexandria. You would think they would have learned from the last case. Right? I don't know why they did the same error. Maybe they didn't remember the last case. One of them had to be first. These fellows in Alexandria knew how to make the ketoret just like the, the bit uh, of Tinas. Shalal didn't know how to make the smoke go up like these guys. I'm sorry. These guys would go up like a like a like a makel, like a stick. But the other guys would go side to side. When the rabbis saw that no longer was it going as nice as it used to. Amru, they said, Everything Hashem created is for His honor. Everything Hashem did is for His sake. So therefore, they're assuming that Hashem wants these guys back. Why didn't Hashem teach these other guys how to do it? If the Alexandrian guys don't have the secret, it's obvious Hashem didn't want them to know it because He wants Aftinus to be in charge. Uh, you're asking the same question that you asked in the last Gemara. No, that was bread. This one is Ketorah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the answer. Uh, did you ever see a Gemara that says that the Goy can't make it? I don't know. I didn't see one either. But, I don't know. But, I I, I, I didn't see this Gemara saying that they're, they're going. You're assuming that they're from the Egyptian, they're going. I know many people who are Egyptian, they're not going. Right? So, I don't know, you're assuming. You're making two assumptions. Assumption A is that a goy can't do ketoret. Assumption B is that all Egyptians are goyim. Okay, so it's too many assumptions for me. Okay, <laughs> let's go. So, what happened? The people of Tinas went back to the position. So, the rabbis sent for them and they didn't come. So, the rabbis doubled their wages and they came. Every day they would take 12 maneh. Now they used to take 24 maneh a day. 
Every day we take 24. Now they would take 48. The rabbi said, Why are you teaching? They also said the same thing. Our father's house knew that this, this house is going to be destroyed. We're afraid that someone who is not proper will learn the tricks. And he'll use this trick of on idol worship. So therefore, we don't want it ever to happen that the same thing that worked for Hashem will ever go to idols. And therefore, we didn't tell anyone the trick. That's why we're not telling anyone. You guys kicked this out for no reason. We're coming back. We're only paying double. We're only coming for double. What's the one thing that's good about this family? The rabbis said about good about them. None of their daughters ever left the house with perfume on. They never wore perfume. Same thing. And whenever the... What? And very nice, but these guys can't afford to wear perfume. You know why? And therefore, what's going to happen? What? No. They're worried that people are going to say, Oh, you know why she smells so nice? <laughs> what do you expect? The family's doing ketoret. And therefore, in order that no one should ever suspect the family of wrongdoing, trust me, no girl ever smells as nice as being as as everyone knowing that you're doing the right thing. Right? right? You smell nice, but then if the people are suspecting you of doing of of being a uh, 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 of stealing from the Beit Hamikdash. And the Beit HaMikdash, people are always suspicious. It's money. It's nobody's money. Belongs to Klai Yisrael. Right. You can't, no one should think that they ever take anything from something that's not theirs from the Beit HaMikdash. Okay? And when when they would marry a lady who's... What's, what if one of the boys would marry from another family? And that girl's used to wearing perfume. What would they do? So think about that. Matin imam shlot pasim. Before they marry, they make a condition: no more, no more perfume. We don't want anyone to say that we have that we got that you got ketored from the besamim. If we if we have access to the to the ketored of the Beit Hamikdash, then no no one related to no one related to anyone with access could ever walk around with perfume. The You should be clean from Hashem and also from the Jews. It's not enough to be clean from Hashem. It has to be clean in front of the Jews also. Okay? we learned to the bride One time I was walking on the road. I saw one of their ch- children. I told him, Your parents wanted to increase their own honor and lower the honor of Hashem because they didn't want to teach anyone the tricks. Achshav, now, Hashem has kavod even without the Beit HaMikdash. You don't have kavod because no one cares about you guys now that we don't have Beit HaMikdash. You guys lost your kavod because of what you did. But listen to the next story. I'm going to be a kiva. Pam ahat sachli v'shmem ben luga. Rabbi Shmem ben luga once told me. Pam ahat yatsati ani v'ani v'echad m'bnei b'nehem l'sadeh l'lekot asrim. One time, I and one of the descendants of the Avtina's house went out to pick herbs. V'naiti shebacha v'sachak. I saw him crying and laughing. Amartilo, I told him, b'bnei machita, why'd you cry? 
I remembered how much kavod my grandparents used to have, and they don't have anymore. Because I left because I know that one day Hashem is going to bring it back to us. So what made you think about your parents now all of a sudden? I saw the herb across from me that causes the smoke to go straight up. The family secret herb that they used to put in the thing. It said, we, we say every day in our Ketoret, Ma'ale Ashan Kolchu. They used to put a little bit of Ma'ale Ashan to make sure the smoke goes up smooth. Right? So there was a certain spice that they knew and no one knew how to do it. So he let, he says the thing that reminded him was when he was walking collecting herbs, he saw this, the, the, the herb in front of him. And that's why he was crying and laughing. Amali Ma'ale so, so Rabbi Shmuel ben Loga told him that he told the guy, "Show me it." Amali. So he said, "Shvuai." But then we're all sworn. We never show anybody. So even though the Beit Midrash wasn't there anymore and they weren't making money, they still stuck to their guns and wouldn't show anyone the trick. Now, The next story is with Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Now, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri lived in the same time as Rabbi Akiva, so it's a little tough. I, I, I would love to say Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri was uh, much later, but it seems like he's in the same time as Rabbi Akiva, so it's hard to understand the story. But listen to it. Um, uh, with the same family. Amar Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. One time I found an old man. He has a scroll of spices in his hand. Scroll about different spices. Hamartil, I told him, where are you from? Amali, I'm from that Bet Aftinas family. What do you have in your hand? Amali told him, it's the scroll of spices, how to make the Kedorit. I said, show, so he said, show it to me. Amali, as long as the people in my father's house were alive, we wouldn't give it to anybody. But now I'm going to give it to you. Be careful with it. When I told my words to Rabbi Akiva, he told me, Now we're not allowed to talk bad about these guys anymore. Because we saw that they kept the secret and they gave it to us in the end. So you see that all along it was real. <coughs> now, it's not so clear why the Mishnah still says that they mentioned the Gnai. You would assume that they would take it out of the Mishnah. I'll see you. You got it. Okay. Mikan Amr Ben Azai from here Ben Azai said which means you think that your success comes haphazard I got lucky I made the right decisions and my business as well no they're going to call you in your name you're going to have as much success as him that's why Bet Aftinus has your name you can't take it away from them you could try all you want but you can't take away success that Hashem is planning to give you and they're going to put you in your place Nobody can take your your uh, 
place. Umeshilcha, we're on Lamar Chetam Urbet, Meshilcha, Yitinulacha, they give you yours. And the Nogayam and Kom the Chavro, a person can't touch what someone else is supposed to get. So no matter what someone else does, it looks like they're going to take my stuff from me, they're going to take this. Nobody can take what's coming to you. And Malchut can't touch another one. Even up to a hair's breadth. Welcome, Ivan. Good morning, Ra. Good morning. We are now on the top of Lamed Chet Amorbet at the two dots, <coughs> three lines from the top of the page. Okay. So the Mishnah had said that there was a guy called Hurgus and, and Ben Levi, and he had a special way to learn music, and he didn't want to teach it. Tanya, we said, when he would project his voice sweetly, he would put his thumb in his mouth, he would put his finger in between the hairs of his face, and he was able to produce such a sound that his koanim, who were related to him, would fall backwards because of the beautiful sound that he made when he sang. And he didn't want to teach that. Okay. Next. Ben Kamsad didn't want to teach his way. He had another thing that the rabbis were upset about. They didn't want to teach his way of writing Hashem's name. Amrullah, they said about him, what was his way? He would put four pens in between his fingers, or four quills. If he was writing a four-letter name of Hashem, he would write the whole word in one in one time. He would be able to write Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, together. This way, you're not, you don't have a, a danger of talking other things while you're writing Hashem's name because you're writing it all in one spot, one, one shot. Amrullah, uh, they told him, Why don't you teach other people? Everyone else had a good excuse. Ben Kamsad didn't have an excuse, he just didn't answer, and it sounds like. They're, they're, they're upset at him. Okay? So it says the Gemara, on the first ones, meaning the people that we mentioned for good, it says, while Ben Kamsa and his friends, it says, the name of the Shaim will, will rot. According to this Brighta, only Ben Kamsar is the problem. The other ones all had good excuses. Ben Kamsar did not. My Vishem Rishim Rikav, what does it mean that we're going to rot the name of the Rishayim? Amar Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar says, Rikvivot ta'ale b'shemotam. Rust will grow on their names. Dlomaskinan b'shemayu. That means, when we say it should rot, that means that no one's allowed to use their names. These guys, when you name your kid, you want to name your kid a good name? You, we have a lot of beautiful names to use. Don't you, don't call him Ben Kamsar. Why? Because the name of the wicked has to rust. It means you stop using them. 
That's what it means according to this Gemara. So Ravina has a problem. If you're saying, because we didn't say the guy should rot, so the name should rot. Okay? Mata Ravina, Ravina asks a question. Mal said there was a story with the following guy. There's a kid called Doeg ben Yosef. His father left him as a small child with his mother. I guess that means the father died. And he was very wealthy. Every, every morning, the mother would measure him how many tifachim he tall he is. And she would give that measure in gold as a gift to the Bet HaMikdash. So she loved the kid. And she's measuring him in gold, giving to Beit Hamikdash. Okay, she gavar oyev tapchol veachlato. And when Nebuchadnezzar surrounded the city, uh, there was tremendous starvation, and she ended up killing and eating her kid. Ve'alea konenu yemiyah. That's on on her. Yemiyah says, "Im tochal nashim parim orlev tefachim." Woman will eat their kids. Hashem says, yes, when you kill a Kohen Navi in the Beit HaMikdash, that's what happens. So you see from the story, what, what do we bring from the story? How could you tell me that you're not allowed to use the name of a Rasha? The lady called her son Doeg. Doeg is the name of a famous Rasha from David HaMelech. So how can you say we never use their name? Well, look what happened to him. The Gemara is answering the question by saying, you're right, but look, your story actually proves it. Amar Rabbi Elazar, Sadiq me'atzmo, a Sadiq on his own. V'rasha mechaverav. When you mention a Sadiq, it's only because of him. V'rasha mechaverav. Sadiq me'atzmo, a Sadiq on his own, Sadiq is singular. The memory of Sadiq is Levracha. V'rasha mechaverav. Rasha, we mentioned him and his friends evilly. The name of the wicked people, plural, will rot. Ravina told one of the rabbis. He was explaining the Agadah in front of him. How do the rabbis know this thing where it's a Zechit Zikavcha? Where did they get that from? Where do you see from the Torah? Zechel Siklevracha is a pasuk in Mishle. But where do you see the Torah, the idea of Zechel Siklevracha, that when you remember, mention the Sadiq, you should give him a blessing? Where do you see that in the Torah? Says the Gemara, the pasuk says, Hashem says, when Hashem was doing, was about to destroy Sodom, Hashem decided to tell Abraham about it. Right? The pasuk says, Hashem says, Will I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? I should tell him. And then the pasuk right, right after it says, Abraham will be a great nation. So you see that when you mention a Sadiq, even the Torah gives him a beracha. We don't, the fact that Abraham was going to be a great nation was not really relevant at the time. Hashem just wanted to tell him what's going on. But when Hashem mentioned his name, he gave a beracha. That's what we see. Zechel zechel zechel. Says the Gemara, "Mina hamilta da'amar Abraham shem shem mikav." How do we know from the Torah that the rabbis say that the name of the shem will will rot? Amaleh taktiv shem shem mikav. It's pasuk midoraitim. Again, how do we know from the Torah? 
the Stephen says, Sodom. It says that Lot was his tents were close to Sodom. And what does it say right after mentioning? We don't just, we don't just mention geographically that Lot would live next to Sodom. Once we mention Sodom, right away we say, The people of Sodom were wicked and they sinned to Hashem a lot. So you see that Shem Hashem Yirkav. Over here, we're using the word Yirkav as we'll get cursed, as opposed to what we said before that the word Yirkav was that we don't use the name. Okay, says the Gemara further. Amar Bi'Alazar, Tzadik Dar Ben Shnei Rishayim, a Tzadik in between two Rishayim, he doesn't learn from their, their ways. Rasha Dar Ben Tzadikim, the Rasha sits in between two Tzadikim, he doesn't learn from their ways. Who are these people? Tzadik Dar Ben Shnei Rishayim, a Tzadik who lived in between two Rishayim, he doesn't learn from their ways. Ze'ovadiyah, Ovadiah was the servant of Ahab and Izevel, and yet we see that he stayed a Sadiq regardless. Rasha Dar ben Seis Sadiqim with all of them. Rasha lived in between two Sadiqim and didn't learn from their ways. Zeisav, this is Esav and Rasha. He was with his two parents who were Sadiqim and never learned from their ways. From the Berachal Sadiq, you could figure out what. Curse goes to the Rishayim. From the curse of the Rishayim, tell me you can learn. How does it work? It says about Abraham that I know that he's going to command his children to serve serve Hashem. It says right afterwards. It says that the the the, the crying out of Sodom is great. And therefore, I have to destroy them. So you see that as soon as you bless Abraham, Hashem goes and punishes Sodom. Right? It also says, It says the people of Sodom were wicked. Hashem spoke to Abraham after the Lord separated him. So you see from here that uh, as soon as uh, as soon as it says that they're wicked, right away it says Hashem is going to talk to Abraham because he's not wicked. Okay. It's worth it to build the whole world for one Sadiq. How do we know? It says Hashem saw the light is good. And whenever you see the word Tov, at the Or, Hashem made the, the Or, Kitov, because it's a Sadiq. Shneemar, Imru Sadiq, Kitov. Anyone who forgets his learning, Gorem Galut Labanav, he causes his children to go to Galut. Now this means that he does it on purpose, or he is lazy, he doesn't review. Okay? Machlok is what it means. If the guy is lazy, he doesn't want to learn it, he learns and he forgets it, he calls Galut. If you forget the Torah of Hashem, I'll forget your kids. Hashem says. Rabbi Abu Omer, Moridin Otom Gdulato. He says, if you forget your learning, Hashem lowers you from your position. Shneemar, Kiata Hadat Maasta, Vamasacher, Mikahenli. 
because you didn't like my my dot, so then I will be disgusting from you to leave you as a Kohen to me. Kohen means in a position of, of greatness. Hashem does not cause a Sadiq to die until a new Sadiq comes up to take his place. It's an interesting idea. The Pasuk says, first the Pasuk says that the sun will rise, and then it says the sun sets. Which means that before the sun sets, Hashem has to have the rise of a new Sadiq. That's why they say about Sadiq, He's like a sun in its glory, because the Sadiq doesn't just help himself, he helps the whole world. Okay? Even before the son of Eli was extinguished, which means that before Eli died, Shmuel started being a Navi. So therefore you see again the same idea. Hashem didn't make Shemuel after Eli was gone. Shemuel started being a Navi while Eli was still alive. From Rebchia Baraba, Rebchia Baraba says, I'm sorry? It sounds like that because in the case of Shmuel, he actually got his first Nevi'ut while he was on the tutelage of Eli. Okay? It sounds like that from this Gemara. And also says, Bizarcha. It says that his, his, son was, his son was shining. Shining doesn't just mean bored. Okay. Hashem saw that there's not so many tzaddikim in the world. Therefore, Hashem put, put some in every generation. Hashem made sure that every generation should have some tzaddikim there. Okay. That's that's connected to what we said before that Hashem doesn't let the generation. Go with Arasadik every the, the, um, when one go, before one goes, the other one comes. The world could stay alive even if there's just one Sadiq. The Sadiq is the foundation of the world. It doesn't say Sadiqin, it says Sadiq. Sadiq singular. The feet of the Hasidim Hashem will preserve. And therefore, instead of learning Hashem will preserve, rather, means the feet of the Sadiqim preserve the world. And therefore, they're holding up the world. Now, that's not a good pasuk, really, to learn it from. Because we're trying to learn that one Sadiq could do it. And this is Hasidim. Chasidav is plural. Says Gemara, Chasidav tuva mashma. Chasidav is many. Amar Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Chasido ktiv. It's written Chasido, and therefore, therefore, it's also sing. You can also learn in a singular way. If a guy's most of his life passed away, he didn't sin. Shuvin Achodei, he won't sin anymore. Sheimad Raglechas Davishmor. Same pasuk. Hashem, this, this over here, we're learning the word Yishmor, not as they guard the world, but rather their guard, Hashem will guard them to help them not do an Avera. When a person tries not to do Avera, Hashem helps him that he doesn't let him do the Avera. How do we see? Once he had an Avera come to him and he does it, 
ואין אוכל דין אוזן סין, שוב אין אוכל דין, he won't sin anymore, שם אגרגי חסם שמור. once a person shows he doesn't want to sin, השם helps you going forward that he helps you avoid sinning if you, unless you really really want to do it, but השם will help it that it doesn't come so easily to sin. אמר אלה של הקיש, זה לא דף. מהי דכתיב, what's this that's written? אם לנצים הוא יליץ. If, if a guy is cynical, Hashem will be cynical to him. But if a guy is humble, Hashem will give favor. If a guy comes to do a sin, we open up for him. If a guy comes to, to purify himself, we help him for that too. We learn from Israel. If you have a guy who has a store and he sells both tar and 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 perfume. Balim dod nefet. When he comes to measure the neft, amalom dod natametzvicha. He doesn't go. Go measure it yourself. Yani, you you need a gallon of uh, kerosene. Okay, go ahead, measure it. I don't have to measure it for you because I don't want to smell like it. Right? Yes. We said, Joey, I, I didn't realize you were also on the Zoom. We said that Hashem, when a person protects himself from Avera once or twice, which means a certain Avera comes to his, his, his way, and he doesn't do it once, twice. The third time you get extra help from Hashem that it doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't come so easily to Avera. Now, of course, if a guy pushes himself, he could do it. But Hashem makes it that it doesn't come smooth. I know a guy... I'll tell you a true story. A guy told me the story that he was watching the wrong type of movies. And he said he's not going to do it. And he went, he says he went a year without doing it. And then all of a sudden, he decides he wants to do it. He went go, go, to go look for it. He went all day, couldn't find it. The next day he said, I was good. I didn't need it, I didn't need it anymore. But there's the same idea where Hashem protected him that he didn't fall into the trap because he had done so good. Hashem he didn't fall into the trap. A person, Hashem lets you continue your ways, even though one, that one day he woke up with the wrong desire in his head, and he went back to do the wrong stuff. Hashem protected him because he read it. Similar, similar to what we're saying over here, in the name of the B, Chia um, Baraba. I'm sorry, Deber Shila. Okay? Good, let's go a little further. Let's, we might as well just finish the pedic. Okay? When the, guy, when the customer comes to buy perfume, I have to measure for you. So this way we both, because when I measure the, the perfume, we both get a little perfume. And therefore, it's a mashal. To avoid, uh, avoid, to always stick around with people who are going up. Okay? An Avera will, when you do an Avera, it makes your heart clogged. Don't eat Shiratim, you get Tamer with them. Don't read it, you come to Ketam, 
Here we see that a person who does Averot, after a while, it's the opposite effect. Keep doing Averot, and your heart gets stuffed that you don't realize how bad you are. Don't get Tame with them, and you get Tame with them. Person gets himself a little Tame. Hashem gives him a lot of Tumah. Milamata. They, they give you tamer from upstairs. If you do, if you make some tamer in this world, you get tumah in olam haba. Basuk says, you, you become holy, then you'll be holy. A person makes himself a little bit holy, because you know how they make you a lot holy. If you make yourself holy downstairs, they make you holy upstairs. Hadan alach amal emune baruch adonai leolam amen veamen. See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care, Joe.